Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Welcome, everybody, to dinner for dessert. Fresh off my one-week vacation, it's Mike Jones, and with me as always is Pomp. Hi. And Eric. What up? And I can't believe it, we're jacked to the gills, babe. We are going to have a great show for you all. We have the feedback loop, we have Ask Us Anythings, we have recommendations from all over the internet, from Twitter, from Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Friendster, Reddit, everywhere. It came from all angles. We're, we were just surprise attacked with the number of recommendations that we have for this show. And let's get right into it with Eric's question for us. I'm so weirded out right now. I'm so weirded out. Come on, baby. We're back. It's like partial uh, WWF uh, promo, but also like 1990s crappy talk radio. <laughs> right? I drank nine Red Bulls and I'm ready. Wow. Um, you're like, uh, I don't know, Casey Kasem. No, no. What's the guy's name from like Z100? That sucks. Oh, ever, all, all, all of them. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jones. What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's good to have you back, bud. I can't. It was awesome, man. I listened to last week's. So I, I had a great time listening. Yeah. You guys did a wonderful job as always. Thank you, Your sir. soundboard was uh, was lovely. Yeah. What soundboard? <laughs> <laughs> Your soundboard was a hit. Um. Wow, that was a. I don't know what to do with the intro now. I wasn't. I did not know that was happening. No, I'm. I'm sweating. Is that weird? <laughs> how did How did that make me sweat? Well, like I I'm, mean, I think it's probably the the warmth of this room. Yeah, it is a little toasty in here. We love you guys so much that we turn off all the fans and all you know um, common luxuries to make sure that there's no background noise. So we sweat like crazy in here. But but Jones's promo made it about a. <laughs> 15 degrees hotter instantly so well love done. it well i have a little question for you pomp Ooh, i'm nervous i was thinking of how we can kick today's show off and i stumbled across this gem on reddit and i want i want to just i want to hear what you guys uh would give for an answer if you were to suddenly be transported to the year 2030 and you had time for one google search before being pulled back to present day what would you search all right, I do I get one Google search. One Google search. Now, once I search, do I get to like look at the results for a while? Yeah, yeah, but you I mean it's not really a while, but like you're you pretty much have time to pull off one search, read the answers, and then you're getting sucked back here. Okay. This is a tough one. One Google search, year 2030. <sighs> I'm going Pornhub. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? Yes. I want to see what the new trends are. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you think people are going to be into in 2030? Wow. Do you think? Uh, do you think Step Family will ever lose its its hold on the top of the charts? Oh yeah, I think I think we're going to go full circle. It's going to just be missionary. <laughs> what? Straight missionary. It's going to be like shirt on. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh missionary. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh missionary. Just fully clothed from the waist up. In 2030, 
That's what I think is going to happen. Is VHS coming back? Maybe. <laughs> Only if we're lucky. Only if we're lucky. Oh, man. That's a good question. What though. about you, Jones? What would you, what would you look up? Oh, man. That's a real rough one because I would want to say like whatever benefited me the most financially, right? But I can't decide what that would be. And I know everyone in their head is like, oh, you got to get the, the Gray's Almanac of, of sports scores and stuff like Back to the Future 2. I don't know if I could do that. You Well, you couldn't like order something. Can you order something? No, because you wouldn't no. be there long enough to get the Almanac. Yep. I have an idea for you. You ready? Yeah. It's not a joke. This is a serious one. Um, I would Google what stock has had the biggest increase since 2023. And then whatever answer you get, then you come back here and you put all your money in that stock. Yeah, but that wouldn't help me because I have no money now. <laughs> you borrow it. <laughs> well, tell tell everyone that you know, and then we'll all we'll all invest, and then yeah. we'll, we'll break you off a little something, something. Would people even believe me? No, hell no. Not after that intro. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I bust in like next week and be just like, guys, 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 we got to put all our money into waffles. Yeah. <laughs> Eggos. Eggos is the biggest stock. <laughs> um, so I would probably look up um, the Wikipedia page for the next seven Super Bowl winners. Well, that's a good one. Because um, that's an easy thing to remember, too. You're just remembering seven teams. And just, just bet on every Super Bowl? I mean, the first two on the list are going to be the Jets. So after that, Hell it's yeah. pretty easy after that. Wow. Yeah. So I'll tell you what the answer, uh, a good answer I saw on Reddit was. Somebody said they would look for um, the biggest, like, um, Powerball or Mega Millions. Uh, like, they would look for the, the biggest hit after this date. And then... Instead of choosing that number, they would just do the previous drawing that nobody won and pull the number for that one. So now you don't have to split it with anybody. Oh, yeah. That's a great move. That was a good move. You know, I think I like your Super Bowl one because you can do a lot of bets in cash at like bars all around. Like you just have to go and be like, I don't know, every Super Bowl pool, whatever, like well, now oh, you can't do boxes. You still can't. Even if you knew the outcome, no, you don't know what box you're going to get. But also, I mean, now that you know that now that every app in the world you can legally sports bet on. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to not have to pay taxes. You see what I'm saying? Although if you win Powerball for like $800 million, you're not going to worry that much about it, it being cut down to 400 Like yeah. you'll be okay. You'll live. You'll live with the 300 million, 400 Some, Somebody at work the other day was doing that. They were like, oh man, if like that guy won 800 million, but after taxes, it was like 400 And I'm like, so that's $400 million. $400 million you didn't have before today. Dude. Like, like what is, like what's the problem there? Like, yeah, of course you don't have the other 400 million, but it's 400 million. But you didn't have it to begin with. Therefore, it's not anything you're missing. Like, dude, I'm, I'd take 60 grand right now. Like $400 million. That's a lot of dough. Hey, question for you. If you were to get right now, like somebody walked into this room and goes, I love you guys so much. I'm a billionaire. I have no family and I'm terminally ill and i just want to give all my money away to people i like i like your podcast you've make me la made me laugh while i'm going through my chemo treatments so i'm depositing 10 million into each of your accounts right now what would you do with that 10 million dollars like two chicks <laughs> same, time? <laughs> same time wow 
I bet you you can do that with ten million dollars. <laughs> I bet you I could. I bet you can do that a lot. No, like I in would, Vegas uh, for the next six years straight every day. I would. Uh, I would definitely build us a studio that yeah. we just had a place. Well, if we each got ten, that's thirty million. So no, I'm, I'm saying if we each literally took like. 15 grand <laughs> we could make a dope studio dude if we each got 10 million and we both all three of us agreed in this room like you know i would also do this full time oh yeah oh yeah well with 10 million dollars you could definitely live like middle class for the rest of your life i think right yeah i would do this full time and make this happen like what's the what's the limit for fu money fu money yeah. um fu money is uh, in Long Island, probably over. Oh God, it's got to be like twenty million. Because you, you, you think that low is fu? Well, because fu money to me isn't about how how rich you are. It's like how much you don't have to listen to anybody. Like fu money is like I don't have to work. I don't have to. Yeah, that's why I think I don't have to answer 20. to anybody. But like, as long as but like, if I got twenty million dollars, like right now i could live the exact same lifestyle i have right now without working another day in my life um and then some you know what i'm saying like way then some like probably drive really nice car probably upgrade the house and and then upgrade the podcast studio and all that stuff yeah and then i could buy the house next door and finally build that unispan between between the houses finally geez what what amount of money would it need to be for you to move out of this house I don't know if I would want to move out of Long Beach. I kind of love this place, but but like this exact house? No, I would no. Yeah, if I could, if I could buy a, a bigger, fancier house, I definitely would. But I love, I do like this house. But though. I'm saying, like, if you had like two million, would you this be is a like, nice house? Would you be like, I'm gonna do something at this place, or would I leave? Two million, I would stay here, because and I would still have to work. Like two million runs out pretty fast if you're not working. Like when you have three you know two kids and a wife right college and stuff like college alone you know so two million would be like i would if i got two million right now just like on top of just my regular life i would take the two million i would probably put a million of it into like some sort of investment that just like earns interest or earns you know what i mean just like put it away and then I'd probably take the other million, pay off the mortgage on this house, pay off my car, um, put some money for college for the kids, and then honestly, I would probably put the rest into the podcast. Yeah, I would just I would try to make this podcast huge for sure because I don't really need anything else. Like, it, notice none of the things I said were like, like. Oh, I'd buy a car. Like I have a no, car. Like I don't need it. I don't need stuff. Yeah, my, car, have, my car's good. I have a car. I have a shirt. I have some. I have it two may, pairs of it, jeans. I have two pairs of jeans. You guys got to understand what a luxury that is. I've gone my entire life with one pair of jeans at a time. You know how many pairs two. of jeans I have? Zero. One. <laughs> one. Nice. Yeah. That. Well, that's what I one normally. One pair of jeans. I've been a one pair of jeans guy for my entire life until one day I decided I was going to get black jeans too. So now I have blue jeans and black jeans. You have black jeans? They're like well now they're like gray because because they're very old. I have like nine pairs of jeans that I hate. I hate I'm, them all. I never see you in jeans. You're always wearing uh, kiekis. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I very much Kiekis. enjoy like cloth pants. You do have the best jeans I've ever seen though. 
You got you have a Tupac jean. Yeah. The the pair of uh, jeans with Tupac airbrushed on the right leg and then uh, lyrics on the back pocket. Um it was it what what are the lyrics on the back? Is it even when you was a crack fiend? They're Pitch, in like Jimmy Rollin. They're in old English and I'm not really sure what song they're from. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean like, twice the night before Christmas. <laughs> no, not like the language. It's like the lettering is like old English. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not like a, like a figgy pie. Oh, the, font, the font was old English. <laughs> uh. I have jeans with a font. <laughs> I still have those. I don't know. I must have them, but I, I never threw them out. It's so funny. Like that's your. St- it's like uh, I got blue jeans. I got stonewashed. I got <laughs> Calibri font. <laughs> I got papyrus. Oh, by the way. By the way, I was out somewhere. I forgot who I was with, but something was like being projected on on a big screen, and like the the heading came up, and it was in papyrus font, and I started making fun of it, and nobody got why that's funny. But do you do you know why it's funny? No. Ah, oh, papyrus font is like the most was like the most overused font in like the early two thousands, so much so that we used it for like our bumper stickers that we made for Designing Tonight. And then I don't even remember what they uh, looked like. And then the to me it was always Times New Roman or Ariel Comic Sans. Comics. No one likes Comic Sans, no, dude. Come Comic on, Sans is bad. You, I, I, I hate you if you use Comic Sans. Are you looking up a Pyrus font? Yeah, it looks awful. It's so bad. But the the thing that made it a joke was it was such an overused, crappy font. And then the movie avatar used it after spending like a billion dollars to make avatar they used papyrus font for the avatar See, i logo. thought the joke was you were such a dork that you knew the name of the font oh that too that's well that's what i got made fun of for thinking it was like, funny that's what i would have laughed at at the table that's what happened I'm like, oh, look at this dork he knows the name of the font that's exactly what happened you just nailed it look at this somebody made comic papyrus Oh my God! Comic papyrus is is terrible. Yo, that's sandpaper for my eyes. Look look up the Avatar font. You'll see what I'm talking about. Oh no! It was the first thing that came up when I googled papyrus. Yeah, it's literally number six. That's great. (laughs) They spent a billion dollars to make that movie. It took them ten years, and then they used papyrus font for the for the. I would have no idea what that was called, though. Ah, well, I'm a loser. Whatever. That that same stuff happens with music, though, too. Like, there's a million songs that are made with Apple Loops. You know what Apple Loops are, right? Like, they're the things that come yeah. with GarageBand and all that. You can, like, go through that list and just scroll through, listen to things, and you'll be listening to, like, hit songs. Yeah. Do you know the um, the Gorillaz song, Clint Eastwood? That, that beat? Featuring Del the Funky Homo Sapien? Who's the greatest rapper, and my kids love him because they love the song, Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina, Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. So, that song, Clint Eastwood... Um, the beat is from like a cheap toy piano, like a toy keyboard that has, you know, they have like the built in. Yeah, it's a, Z- a Suzuki Omnicord. How do you know that? <laughs> well, you knew Papyrus dork. So how is he not as dorky as me with knowing Suzuki Omnicord? That's like cool. And they're actually bringing them back. See, I hate you guys. See, they're bringing them back. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I'm taking away my investment in this podcast. <laughs> Take all your money invested in Suzuki Omnicorp. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Coming back. <laughs> yeah, I think if I, yeah, I think that's what I would do. You know, honestly, we don't need that much money to make this podcast big. No, we, you know, we don't even need a studio. You know, what we just need would be marketing. We would just. Well, t- I, I would. I wouldn't even bother. And more, and more so, like not having to worry about a, a job. 
Yeah, the no job thing would help. So that's where the, the that money would come in handy. For sure. That plus like actually investing in like the business of DFD, it would be for me it would be marketing, ad, like advertising. Um I mean, I think three of us just having 100% focus into it would be that would be enough. Stellar, yeah. Yeah, and merch. But that's, that's And getting eight. guests. We need celebrity guests. Yeah. That's 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 what we got to do. What do you think, Jones? I think marketing would be huge. And I never really thought about that. We, like, pulled, you, we pulled one celebrity guest years ago. Rockwell. And it was awesome. It was so good. He told us like the story of how he wrote Somebody's Watching Me with Michael Jackson singing Man, the hook. Do we have that episode still? I have the whole interview. We should take the interview and like remaster it because it, the quality was wacky. Because he rambled. Yeah. We need like a professional editor. We did, though. We did. We did an edit. Oh, I, dude, I edited. Yeah, I, Jones I mean, did an edit though. That's the one we put up. We didn't put the whole ramble. Oh no, no, I edited out like literally thirty-five minutes. Out yeah, of that. yeah, because it was like two-hour conversation with this guy. So for those who have no idea what we're talking about, we interviewed um, the you know '80s pop star Rockwell, who had a couple of hits. His biggest one. He had a hit. He had like two. He had a song uh, called "Obscene Phone Call." It wasn't a hit. <laughs> He had a song that was in the, um, what was the Kung Fu movie? Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. He had a, The Last Dragon. Uh, the the, left the left Last left. Dragon. He um, had a song, Somebody's Watching Me, which still gets play. Um, and he was, Rockwell's real name is Kennedy Gordy. He is the son of Barry Gordy, who was the founder and CEO of Motown Records. He knew all the big Motown stars, including Michael Jackson, because it was his dad's company and they all used to come hang out at the mansion or whatever. So he, he told us a story about how he convinced Michael Jackson to, uh, to sing the hook for somebody's watching me, which is clearly the best part of the song. Um, and we got to hear like the full story. It was awesome. Yeah. It was like, oh, we were hanging out in the kitchen and like Jermaine was there and Jermaine sang on it too. Cause Jermaine's in it too, by the way, but no one, but no, knows, no one that. knows that. Um, and it was pretty amazing, but he's a little, coo- I don't want to say cuckoo, but he's a little out there. He's, he's just a, a, yeah, he's a little, he's, he's eccentric. Yeah. He's an eccentric dude. As you could tell by the songs he wrote, he's an eccentric dude. He um, rambled for two hours. Like sometimes it was like incoherent. So we had to cut it down a lot. And, and, fu- and funnily, the way that came about is we just, we always played the song on the podcast as like a joke. It was just the thing we did. It was like one of our bits and we took a shot and pomp messaged him on facebook i jokingly this was like i was hoping he would respond but like it, it was it was one of those things where i was like either he responds and it's amazing or he doesn't respond and we could talk about it on the show and it'll be like a funny little thing um i messaged him on facebook i figured out his name easily i just wrote rockwell and looked him up until i found like his real name was kennedy gordy and i'm like you know what i bet she's got a facebook account or it you know i looked on twitter and instagram i couldn't find him so i go on facebook i type in kennedy gordy and boom a picture of a lion shows up <laughs> not a human a lion i'm like i'm like you know what if i were like a, a celebrity or former celebrity i probably wouldn't have my facebook post picture be like obviously me yeah i mean i haven't had my own picture on my facebook in seven years yeah and you're kind of a big deal so i'm out borland it's amazing and I, I'll never forget that week. That was a crazy week for me because that was the week that the Confidentials, my other band, played in Los Angeles. At the same time as you guys were interviewing Rockwell, 
at the same time as like six or seven other things all happened all in like the same week where I was like, damn, like wild week. It's a wild week. And he, so when I messaged him, I was like, Hey, you don't know who we are. Our podcast has like six listeners, but, um, would you like to be on it? And he just wrote back. Oh, actually he didn't write back. He called me. Yeah. I left my phone number, I think. And he called me at a barbecue. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, guys, guys, Rockwell's calling my phone right now. They're like, pick it up. It was like DeLucas, our friend DeLucas. Yeah. And I like run to like. Oh, the side he didn't of the- just call. He FaceTimed. Yes. Did he really? Yeah. I, so you I. were looking at him. I jumped on the side of the house. I called Eric over. We, we told everyone to sh- like shut up and go back to the party and not ruin this for us. <laughs> and we like sat there and FaceTimed with Rockwell. And he's like, yeah, man, you guys seem cool. I'm, I'm Yeah, in. he like was joking about like our size difference and like making like saying funny things. Yeah. It was really, it was like awesome. Yeah, he was a really cool guy. He was actually more laid back and cool before he went on the air. When he went on the air, it seemed like he kind of got a little, um, I don't know, loopy. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, a little showman. <laughs> yeah, he like went from just being like a cool guy to like just telling the story, but it, it, whatever. It was it was an amazing experience. Yeah, we set a date for like that week that we were going to do the interview and and he he was there and ready and did it. And we sat there and talked for like 2 hours. Yeah. We wrote a bunch of questions beforehand that we wanted to ask him and he had stories for days. Yeah. It it was a uh, it definitely also showed me that there's a skill to interviewing people like for real that we definitely needed. We needed that trial run with Rockwell because there is a skill you. The one thing is you, there's like an art of figuring out how do you cut somebody off without interrupting them? It's like, it's like impossible, right? Because there was a lot of times where it's like, all right, he's going on for yeah. a while. I mean, Eric are both like, it's like double dutch, like trying to ju- like know when to <laughs> yes. jump in. You're like, yeah, but uh, perfect yeah, but way that, to describe uh, it. Uh, I mean, it's tough on the phone. Number one. I mean, uh, we might have all gotten better at that through the pandemic with Zoom and everything. Yeah, but, like that's hard. And I remember editing that down because I wasn't in the room when you guys did that. Right? It was just the two of y'all. Yep. But when I edited that that down, it was my first time listening to it, and I'm like, there is gold in here that just needs to be edited out. Like just. And small things like people saying um and uh and small pauses, but then other things where he did go like off the rails. But what I ended up cutting down to was like gold about it was awesome. It was like absolutely awesome. Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, uh, the the Rick James story yeah. in itself. How he discovered Rick James? He's like my dad had a bunch of just records in a box that people would send him constantly. He's like, and as a kid, I would just throw them on the record player, and if something was like grooving, I would just dance around the room to it. He's like, and I started dancing to this track by this guy, and my dad came in, and he's like, "Oh, what's this?" We were like dancing together, just like laughing, and he's like, "Dad, you got." He's like, "I was like, Dad, you got to call this guy." Yeah. He's like, and that's how Rick James happened. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Is that something that we should put on the uh, that thing on Patreon? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. You could say the name. I don't know. No, he didn't know the name. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't being <laughs> slick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, on the OnlyFans, yeah, yeah. We should have an OnlyFans account. Just, just Jones's feet. Matt. We'll get, we'll get filthy rich. Um, the, the, the other thing that I think we need to do if we're going to do an, an interview with a celeb is like if they're rambling, like let them ramble and just let it run its course, and then when they're done, like let it be a little bit of silence so that we can cut it down. Right, so we could leave pauses because one of the things was it felt so rapid fire that you probably had a hard time cutting it down because there wasn't a lot of like natural breaks. No, because I was able to introduce 
breaks. I did. I feel like I did a pretty good job. I have to listen back to it. You did. I listened to it. It was good. Yeah. It, it, there was a lot of times where, like, when I listened back, I was like, I was jumping over him a lot because I was trying to get him back on topic. But like, it just sounds like I'm interrupting him. It doesn't. And I was like kicking myself. I'm like, damn, I should just let him ramble. Who cares? Freaking micromanager. <sighs> just let him ramble. <laughs> We'll cut it down later. Because in my mind, I wasn't thinking like, oh, we can edit this. <laughs> I was just like, dude, people are going to tune out if you keep talking. It's like two hours in and you still haven't finished the goddamn story. Like, Come on. <laughs> and he would tell stories within stories, too. That was another problem. So you're like, shit, can you just stick to the yeah, one? Some of the stories were good stories. I know. Yeah. He told it like Pulp Fiction style. Anyway. Yeah. Now you guys got to go hear it. So, yeah, we got to put that up. It was, yeah. It's good. We'll we'll put the link to Patreon up on Instagram, and you guys can check it out there. Word. It's totally worth hearing. Yeah. Even if you subscribe for a month and then unsubscribe. <laughs> True. Totally worth it for just that, that one, one interview. All right. Before we go into the next uh, segment, I just want to say it's so nice to have you back, Jonesy. I'm loving it, man. Uh, last week, we tried to persevere without you. Um, I think we made it work mostly because the soundboard kept you, know, kept you here in spirit. Uh, but it's just so much better when you're here. What's that board? <laughs> well, the ghost of you was uh, was on the air. This is going to be the best show ever. Dude, <laughs> well done. Well done with that soundboard. All right. So our next segment, ladies and gentlemen, is the feedback loop. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I'm ready. Awesome. All right. Eric, hit it. Feedback loop. Wow, we're we're professionals. So this first piece of feedback comes from Derek, and he says, "Yo, tell Eric his recommendation of Chimp Empire is the best DFD recommendation since Jones's Ice Machine." Um, I just want to say, just for factual accuracy, and because we have you know a standard here of ethics and morals, there was only five O's in the yo, and I think that you pronounced it with like 15 O's. Yeah, that was a, t- between 11 and 15 O's. It was more like, yo, tell Eric, and you did, yo! I was, I was like a yo. Yow. First off, I can't take full credit for Chimp Empire, though, because Chimp Empire was recommended to me by my boy Mike P., you know what? You could still take credit. And shout out to Mike P because Chimp Empire was recommended to Mike P by Netflix, right? And <laughs> Chimp Empire was recommended to Netflix by the creator of Chimp Empire in a pitch meeting at Netflix headquarters. You know, everything is, you know, a recommendation from someone else. You're so right. You're so right. I will take full credit there you for it. That's, That's it. <laughs> it was my idea. Next one comes from Puma. He says, I think I like soundboard Jones better than real Jones. And then he follows it up with JK, which I think means Jones kill. Yeah, I think wow. I think he wants you dead so we could just use your um, likeness via soundboard for perpetuity. No, dude, without you, the episode last week, we were struggling. We were struggling without you, man. That sounded good. Yeah. It sounded good or not. It's weird not having the other voice. Yeah. Well, you know what does happen? I did notice like the, the topic of conversation uh, weaves a little more. Like we we rock well our conversations. Is that what you're saying? No, no. Like <laughs> we ramble too much when you're not around. No, 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 not like that. Like uh, like the 
you hit on topics that you wouldn't normally talk about with me in the room, I think. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm not, I don't I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember a single thing we talked about. I last don't remember. Week. Yeah, it's all a blur. Oh, it was a lot, of, it, lot of Jets talk. It was a lot of old band talk. Um, we did have a que- the question though was to somebody wanted to know the origin story of the band. Yeah, that what we didn't do that on purpose. I swear. Oh no, I know. I'm just saying. It, We're like Jones isn't here. Let's talk about the side of the night. Let's talk about all things he would not want to talk about. <laughs> Which is weird because I'm in that band. You are in that band. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I've been in that band for like 15 years. You really have been. It's you've cra- been in the crazy. band longer than you've not been in the band. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mind blown. Yeah. All right. So we got um, a lot of feedback from Lucy this past week, and I'm, I want to read it because a lot of it was good. First off, she said, this may be the best episode. So talking about last week. No offense, Jones. Um, Metallica sucks. Led Zeppelin sucks. And New York Groove by Ace Freely is a jammy. He's the only good member of Kiss. Uh, Just add that Guns N' Roses suck, and this is a gem. Okay, so I love that she loves everything we said. I don't know if I could get behind the Guns N' Roses. I think they're pretty good. I mean, not anymore, but... Not anymore, but we grew up, and they, they they were badass. Yeah, yeah. And she said Cherry Cola is her favorite Slurpee, so points for eric oh i, I want to go back to one thing so that ace freely song is not written by ace freely that's a cover song oh who wrote the original uh, it was a band called smile and smiles version sounds exactly the same really like it's like you would if you played them back and like back to back you'd have a hard time you know did you know that um i never knew this until like a year ago that blinded by the light was a cover song revved up like a douche yeah the one that we all know revved up like a douche and no that is the cover and the originals written by springsteen spruce bruce springsteen the worst but the the that's not the crazy part the crazy part is that they came out the same year like there wasn't even like any space in between them. Like he wrote it and then was like, "Yeah, you guys want to cover it? Go ahead." And then they covered it, and like their version became the super. Okay, hit. the same thing happened with All for One and John Michael Montgomery in the nineties. The I swear they both did I swear, and they dropped like months apart. And then they both did I can love you like that, and they dropped like months apart. That's crazy. That I didn't know that until like a week ago. And on, then on fast forward, they recorded them together. Whoa, whoa. See that's about tears and love all in one place. That's amazing. Um, and there was a white guy in all for one. In case you didn't know that, you were. I used to lie and tell girls it was my cousin. <laughs> Eric used to tell his cousin was in all for one. That's a true story. I used to say I was the little kid from uh, um, the 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 Welch's grape <laughs> the Welch's grape juice commercials, and. It like was believable because if you saw the kid from the Welch's grapefruit yeah. juice, he looked like me. The grapefruits. I couldn't say it. I just gave up. I also want to throw in that when I was a kid, Metallica was my absolute favorite band ever in the history of ever. Yeah, it's unfortunate how far they've fallen. They are so bad, and they've been so bad for so long. Best and best. <laughs> I gave it away. <laughs> best Metallica album. Best one. Yeah. Um, there's only one answer. If you don't say it, you're wrong. I mean, I, I don't want to be a jerk and say Master of Puppets because that's the it's, answer. It's not the answer. That's not the answer? No. Really? Is it reload? <laughs> Is it give me fuel, give me fire, give, give me, me that which I desire? I definitely just woke my kids up with that. 
to the listeners, you better have laughed at that yeah. because my wife's going to be mad at me for two days because of that. Are you going like the Hogan Andre route with the Black Album? Nope. No? Ride the Lightning? No. The Spaghetti Incident? <laughs> Wrong band. <laughs> the one that just came out? No. How are you forgetting the best album? Blinded by the Light? <laughs> and Justice for All? Yeah. That's your favorite? Yeah. That See, that's that's also personally my favorite with Master Puppets, but most people so don't. So why did it take you so long to say it? Because most people don't like that record. Oh, that's the record. Oh. What's the, what are the songs are on that one? And Justice for All. <laughs> the song of Justice for All is on the record and Justice <laughs> for All. What about uh, From Who the, Whom, the, I'm not even going to try that, that one. That's that song, Ride the Lightning. Yeah, Ride the Lightning. That's a good one. All right, that's a good album. I agree. And Justice for All is black. Dyer's Eve, though, is, yeah. is my favorite song on that album. Dyer's Eve, is, they didn't play that song forever live. Okay, so another thing we talked about last week was the movie Heavyweights, a cult classic. Um, that was my favorite from the nineties, yeah. uh, starring uh, Ben Stiller as the um, hyper aggressive alpha um, head of a fat camp, and um, Keenan Thompson as one of the fat kids at the fat camp. Yep. And so Lucy said. Um, she met Keenan Thompson in a parking garage a couple of years ago. She walked up to him and said, breakfast is canceled today due to lack of hustle. Deal with it, which is from the movie. And he lost it. He thought it was so funny. Um, he, and then uh, he said it was one of his favorite movies to film, but also the hardest because they kept having to reshoot because Ben Stiller was cracking them all up the whole time. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. You think, and see, he probably laughed because I guarantee you, he gets uh, it's knuckle puck time more than he gets. Yeah, like random Lunch quotes. Is, for, breakfast is canceled. Yeah, like random references from heavyweights is going to get you bonus points with Keenan Thompson. I saw him like a year ago at the, um, he was on the same flight as me to LA and I didn't say hi to him. He was there with his daughter. I feel like you, you don't bother people. You don't bother celebs when they're with their kids. It's my rule. I never bought. Do you ever have you ever gone up and talked to a celebrity? And be like, hey. No, literally never. No, I want them to notice me. I want them to be yeah. like, oh, is that Pom from DFD? I've done it a couple of times. Not many. Like I've been around a lot of celebrities. I've only ever done it to maybe three. One was uh, Reverend Run. I had to say something to that dude. That's cool. He was there with Russell Simmons, and I'm like, you're both wearing Adidas track suits. I have to say something. <laughs> That's awesome. They were on the flight with us from Texas to New York one time. I've had celebs like say things to me just because I'm like a giant man. So like when they yeah. see me, they always like they make a comment just like a normal person would. Like yeah. stuttering John at the San Gennaro Feast one year, like stop mid conversation. He's like, Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, He's like, Jesus Christ, bro. He doesn't stutter. I know. It's like he doesn't even stutter on Howard Stern. Um, speaking of Reverend Run, DMC definitely lives around here because when I used to bartend down here, he used to come in a lot. He's in Hollis, Queens. Oh, there you go. He still lives in Hollis? Are you joking? (laughs) No, he definitely not. He lives in like Oceanside. Um, Apparently, the dad from um, Family Matters. Wow, I couldn't think of the name. Original Bill Johnson? He lives in your town, Eric. He lives in Oceanside. That's the rumor. Really? See, like, if that's true, I might have to go fangirl. Dude, we got to get him on the show. Oh, God. That would be be my get. That would be huge. That's my white whale. (laughs) Um, based on a true story, she's hooked on it because of my reco from last week. I, dude, you should watch it. I won't. You you can't boycott an entire like series of shows and movies because Kaylee Cuoco's in them. She's in two shows, dude. 
They're both good. Wait, that's why you won't watch it? I hate her. Wow. Isn't that a weird thing? This is the hill he's going to die why? on. It's Kelly Cuoco. Why do you hate her so much? That's like you not listening to Led Zeppelin because you don't like them. What's what's the difference? No, it's more like me not listening to Ghetto Superstar. <laughs> Same thing, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. All I'm right, su- whatever. I'm surprised by that because she's actually been in some decent stuff. She's been in nothing decent. She was in. Um, I like that flight attendant show. Stupid. All right, well, to each their own, man. To each their own. Um, so <laughs> she told us. <laughs> And she posted on her Instagram that she, we got her hooked on that show. And Kaylee Cuoco said that. Yes, Kaylee Cuoco. <laughs> no, Lucy. And then Eric just wrote Kaylee Cuoco is trash to her on Instagram. And then she wrote back to you. I I can think of ten people that are trash before she comes to mind, and it's still a great show. But that's all good and well. I can think of other people who are trash too. It doesn't take away the fact that she's trash. Yeah, it's true. So hey, take that, Lucy. <laughs> t- take that. Well, I'm with you, Lucy. That show's great. Cool. Now it has two viewers. <laughs> All right. Back to you, Jones, for the rest of the feedback loop. <laughs> uh, this comes from uh, Derek. We have some recommendations coming from our listeners, and we would like to take some at this point in time. Uh, Derek recommends Tour de France on Netflix. Like the actual bike race? Yeah. and Did they just put up races? I think it's a do- like a documentary that probably follows the oh. racers oh because I, I thought he was talking about like the actual event and there's no way that can be fun to watch i left out in the notes but he wrote more commentary about like he's like i never in a million years would have thought that i'd like this show you know like who cares about bicycle races he said but it, it's actually like super intense and awesome and there's some crazy crap that happens like that's probably like that full swing show like did you guys watch that at all nope so it's about pro golfers and they follow like each episode follows like a different golfer but it's really interesting like because they never show that side of pro golfers on TV. It's always just the guys hitting their shots, and every once in a while someone interviews them. But they actually show like, oh, th- like these guys are friends and they work out together. Oh, you see like personality. Yeah, and like they say like, oh, this guy hasn't won in like f- five years. But then they show you his house and he lives like crazy opulently with like with like these foofy dogs and yeah, because last place gets four hundred and twelve thousand yeah. dollars. Is that true? Yeah. Well, not not every tournament, but there's a lot of tournaments where it's if like If you're making it to the to the big tournaments, last place is getting paid. The guys who win the big tournaments like they win a check for like 20 million. Yeah. Like that's like a like what is like a big NFL star make in a year? Like that's like 10, that. 5, 5 yeah. to 10. But that's like that in one day. I mean, Devontae Adams, he's making like 16, so put it like that. Yeah. And he's a but he and he's a superstar. And that's a season. Yeah. That's for a whole season. These guys are making that in a weekend. Yeah, yeah, and they get endorsement deals and everything too. Totally, but but then they show like another guy who's like he's like right at the top of the pack and he's like living in like a condo in like Cleveland, Ohio, like nothing special, just a regular dude. It's a super interesting show. It, anyways, I'm probably guessing that Tour de France is like that. Yeah, I'll check it out. Derek has very similar taste uh, to to the three of us on these things, so. If he's recommending it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. Next one comes from Brendan. He recommends to stretch before exercise. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's good advice. It's good advice. I don't know where that comes from, but yeah, it is good advice. I, I wish I could remember it. <laughs> uh, next one's from Kyle. He recommends The Bear Season 2. Good, good choice. Let me just tell you, I watched it last night. All of it. Amazing. Yeah, don't talk about it yet because there's an Ask Us Anything about that. Oh. <laughs> 
Next one comes from Casey. She says, talk about me and how awesome I am. Casey, you're awesome. Casey, uh, she passed all of her regents. Yay. And no summer school. Nice. Well done, Casey. Casey's Eric's niece. For and she listeners. has her Sweet 16 coming up in October, and she's very excited for it. Awesome. Um, Kate, she's, she's decently awesome. So my favorite thing about your relationship with your niece is since she was a little kid, she would always ask for Christmas to... Uh, share a special sandwich with you on christmas morning puts it on her christmas list for santa and so every christmas morning since she was like probably what five maybe maybe like yeah four or five eric and his niece eat like a special sandwich like sometimes it'll just be like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich sometimes it's one year it was subway one year it was taco bell i think that's the best like she's she's gonna be 16 years old and she still does it i love that i love that (laughs) you gotta keep that going forever 100 percent yeah, I also want to say, uh, Casey, I don't think I've ever met you, but you're probably pretty all right. <laughs> Next one comes from Chuck. He wants to recommend Extraction 2. Watch it twice if you have to. So, absolutely. We'll talk a lot about Extraction 2. Um, Chuck's sister is in the movie. She's a stunt woman. She does all the stunts, I believe, for the main character girl. Kay- Kaylee Cuoco? She does all the stunts for Kaylee Cuoco. So Eric won't watch it. (laughs) Don't you dare. And um, Chuck's brother-in-law, and Chuck's my brother-in-law's brother, so I don't know. (laughs) What? Which makes us absolutely nothing. No, so Chuck is my brother-in-law, and then his brother-in-law. I don't know if that counts as brother-in-law. He's my brother's brother-in-law. He's literally nothing to you, to be honest. He's my brother's brother-in-law, and his (laughs) brother-in-law is the director of Extraction 2, Sam Hargrave. Who we're going to definitely get on the show. Sam's a good dude. We can get him on the show. Chuck is also my TV soulmate. He is. You guys are like like attached at the uh, proverbial hip when yeah. it comes to your... your Me and uh, Chuck is like peas and carrots. <laughs> or lemon dude. tuna fish. I'm not sure if I've ever met Chuck either, but he's a pretty <laughs> yeah. good dude. He's so full of crap. <laughs> I love Chuck. He's so great. He's one of my favorite people. Awesome. So that was, uh, that was our feedback loop. Oh, no, no. There was more feedback. You had feedback that you didn't put in the notes. That you said you're going to tell us about the show last week. Oh, so multiple people approached me and said they loved the soundboard, but the one thing they wished we did different was we didn't like spill the beans that Jones wasn't here so early. They wanted us to push the soundboard a little further before saying it because after like the first like yes and no, it kind of just sounded like he was just being like a little quiet for the night. (laughs) No, that's good feedback. That wasn't like our plan, but now that you say that, now that I'm hearing this feedback, it's like, oh, that's a good idea. But that's not what we were thinking. Like the the, there was never a plan to try to like trick the audience. Like the joke was going to be that Jones isn't here and we miss him, so we're just going to use the soundboard instead. That was going to be the bit. But now you say that, like we could have totally played it off for the most of the episode. Yeah, but it wasn't like bad feedback because people still love the soundboard. Yeah. Guess a- what? We took that feedback. I'm a soundboard. Yeah. By the way, Jones <laughs> isn't actually here right now. Ha ha. This is the greatest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jones, what do you think about that? That's terribly embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. So that concludes the feedback loop. You guys are ready for recommendations? Do it. Yeah. You sound so psyched. <laughs> All right. Well, Eric, why don't you hit it?
we start doing live shows, you have to do that. Like you have to perform that. No problem. Can you just like do the backing music like as a track and then just sing over it? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure if I still have that or not. Uh, that's going to be a problem. Can you do it acapella? Well, he's not going to play the flugelhorn live. I know. Well, then how, what are we going to do with the music? <laughs> you could just, I guess, sing over that. <laughs> just <laughs> lip sync it. My problem is this, right? My file management is so bad as far as like computers go. <laughs> yeah, like, I was thinking about that. Like today. that's probably Were you? I woke up. I was in the shower and I was like, you know what? Jones really needs to get his act together with his file management. <laughs> It's really pissing me off. Because the worst is that these programs make you name the project before you're done with the project. Like you have to name it as you're starting it. So sometimes you have a clear idea of what you're going into. And other times I'm like, eh, name, name of the song is Floof. And that's what it is in my hard drive. And I'm like, bah, I don't know. I'd have to literally open every project to find that. Well, have fun tomorrow because you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your file management is terrible. <laughs> all right, so it seems we all have the same recommendation. Yeah, this is the first time in DFD history. So I'm going to nominate you <laughs> to give the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> all three of us have the same exact recommendation this week, and it's Extraction 2 on Netflix. <laughs> I want to be honest with you guys. I only put that because I saw the other two. <laughs> <laughs> you, just be, you probably didn't even watch it. Nope, no idea what it is. <laughs> okay, so Extraction... You never saw Extraction... You never saw Extraction? Nope. Oh, man, it's great. It's a whole movie about a dentist who takes out somebody's wisdom teeth. It's really good. <laughs> Was that you leaving the show? Did you just quit? Oh, shit, John's quit. All right. No, Extraction is... This is going to be the greatest episode ever. <laughs> extraction is um, Chris Helmsworth's response to John Wick. It is just like pure action joy yeah, you would actually like it jones it's a throwback to the action movies that we loved growing up it feels very much like an arnie schwartz movie from yeah. like 1989 it's just like his job he's a mercenary and he goes in and his like specialty is t like extracting people from bad situations so like if you're a billionaire and you're you know daughter gets kidnapped like his crew will come in and get her out from the bed yeah like if you're on a first date and she's like super boring like he'll he'll, yeah, he'll like, blow the restaurant up and get you out yeah <laughs> like that mark Wahlberg movie uh what's that where he he, rec he rescues the chinese president's daughter ted no no uh i gotta look this up now because it, it's the only movie i've ever watched transformers Transformers. Why'd you say like Rosie Perez? <laughs> I was trying to do a Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that was you, Mark Wahlberg. It sounded like Rosie Perez. Um, so Extraction One was fantastic, and the second one um, does the classic action movie. You know, takes it up a notch, and it's just a really, really well done fight scenes. The action is just like spot on. Really cool new ways to like film fight scenes and chris hemsworth is a g he's awesome in it the acting is really good and it is heartfelt like it does have a, a strong like emotional pull to it like a, gr a great action movie has to have some sort of emotion otherwise it just becomes noise and that's what make that's what made john wick good right if you think about it john wick was good because like you really feel for the guy like he's just trying to like get out of the life someone killed his dog he's pissed that's, off that's what it is it's the dog it's nothing else yeah they kill the puppy 
They kill you don't kill someone's dog, man. And that was when I knew that movie was gonna be an absolute hit. Yeah, it was awesome. So extraction is that, right? And um Chris Helmsworth is amazing in it. It's great to see him not as Thor, to be honest. It's it's like such a refreshing role for him to not just be like a Marvel superhero. And so the director is Sam Hargrave, who is um Matt, who we just talked about before he he's married to my sister my my brother's sister-in-law's i don't know whatever he's related to me we spend holidays together he is a stuntman turned stunt coordinator turned director and you and it and it shows in the movie because the guy directing the entire film is an expert on on stunts on stunts and so the action is just spot on it's just a really 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 well done action movie wait you know this guy yes did he's my you want me to say it again no 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 like that, that sounds like such like a like an extension of family members that it seems like it's a person you've never met no i've met him yes Oh, okay all right yes That's, all right that makes it a little different we yeah. know his wife well like we were fr- we're friends like we grew up i've known her as hanging yeah, I've known her as long as she, her sister's married to my brother. We met the two of them at the same time. Yeah. Like, I've known her for 20 years. And um, <laughs> every time you <laughs> describe somebody in your you, family, you have so done it different for like four different times. It's so hard to explain. <laughs> it's my grandmother's grandson's <laughs> wife's. <laughs> <laughs> it just always reminds me of Spaceballs, <laughs> which makes us absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. So Rachel's a friend of ours and her husband directed it. She's in it. She's not only is she a friend of ours, her sister is married to Pop's brother. That's like the easiest way to say it. That's what I said. Rachel's sister, Nicole, is married to Pomp's brother, Tom. There you go. Yes. There you go. Boom. Nailed it. Anyway. It sounds easy. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's so hard to explain. <laughs> and then trying to explain Chuck and all of it too. It makes it even harder. Chuck is their brother. Yeah. Chuck is the third kid in the family. <laughs> one is Chuck. One's Rachel. One's my brother's wife, Nicole. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> the name of this episode is Pop's Family Tree. <laughs> and Chuck's wife is the one that's making Pop watch Vanderpump Rules. That, yes. That's Deirdre. <laughs> She wants me to watch Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Anyway, it's a great movie. You should watch it. <laughs> I do have a recommendation that's not Extraction 2. Oh, boy. Can I recommend it? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, no. <laughs> Go. I like that show Black Mirror on Netflix, and they just came out with a new season. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing yet. I'm three episodes in. Just based on those three episodes, I'm recommending it. Okay, so I was asked, uh, I took the question last week from Blank, and I said I wasn't going to watch it because I hated last season. I lied. I watched it. And it's way better than last season's. Not as good as seasons one and two, but the episodes are on par with episodes of like uh, season three and four. Okay, I wasn't going to watch it because of how- Does that make how- sense to you? It does. It's, it's good enough to watch is what it sounds it's like. It's more than good enough to watch. It's good. Okay, I'm going to watch it because I wasn't going to watch it because how much you okay. were anti it. You got me thinking it's not. So a- I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the rundown. Episode one starts off slow, gr- ends great. Episode two, awesome. Episode three, really awesome. You get Josh Hartnett and what's his name from Breaking Bad? Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. 
which is a that's a huge double right there. That's good. Um, episode four was like it was okay. It wasn't anything crazy. Episode five was awesome. You don't have to watch all of them, right? They have nothing to do with each other. You don't because they don't have anything to do. But it's only five episodes, so why wouldn't you watch them all? Yeah, that's true. Well, I have to. I have to whole. I have to watch season two of the bear so i have to figure out which one okay to do. that takes precedence over everything but you also be done with that in like minutes because they're short yeah i can't believe they dropped the whole season isn't that weird for the nah, bear they did the first season too i just thought that it was like a regular tv show i didn't realize it was a hulu show hulu see that threw me off i thought it was like once a week nah fortunately it's not yeah but then it's over and then you gotta wait a year and a half oh but it was so three. good um, so yeah, Black Mirror, that's a good wreck. I, I did watch it. I wouldn't have recommended it until I saw the third episode yesterday. That third one is Beyond the like Sea, correct? The one where they're, they're astronauts? Yeah, that's the Josh Hartnett, that uh, is, Aaron Paul. That is up there yeah. with the best episodes of that show. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. All right. That's a good wreck, huh? Good wreck. Really messed up. Like, actually, most of that, most of Black Mirror, like if somebody said like, hey, I've never seen it before and we're in the room and we have a couple hours. I'd probably be like, ah, there's like this episode I would watch again. I would always recommend San Junipero. That's a great episode. Yeah. Always. Like, that's always what I recommend to people. That's my favorite of the whole series. Like, I would say San Junipero, Hang the DJ. Yes. Um, the Million Credits episode. Million Credits episode was awesome. And I would add the newest one. I would add that that third episode. In uh, yeah, I agree. One. I like, agree. That's right up there with the rest of the show. Nice. It's good recommendations. Yeah, man word but mine's still extraction too so <laughs> yeah mine too i also recommend extraction too even though <laughs> i've never seen it i don't know anybody who has anything to do with it. extraction boogaloo you don't have any um step half family <laughs> in-law members in the, in the movie no <laughs> you're missing out <laughs> i love this so much <laughs> this is my favorite thing on this episode <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, that takes us to the next segment, which is Ask Us Anything. We got some which good ones. Which is also the last segment. Aww. Dang nabbit. Oh, dang hot sprinkles. All good things have to come to an end. All right, well, let's uh, let's do it, guys. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm a little bit nervous. What, like, what's your percentages? 70-30, but I'm not sure which direction I'm, I'm leaning. Okay, 70. I'm going to say you're 70% excited, 30% nervous. Could, could be the opposite, though. <laughs> we'll find out in a few minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm really excited. I don't think I've been around for an Ask Us Anything for a while. Really? Yeah, that's right, because we did it last yeah, week. Yeah, you did one last For the week. first time we, we in like a month. We hadn't done one in like a month prior. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> that's why we had so many good questions last Oh, man, week. you better be warmed up. I'm ready to go. You want us to ask you questions off the air and get you warmed up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, why don't you uh, hit it? The best question you can no. ask me. Oh, <laughs> Jones. The best question you can ask me is what what, what relation pumps <laughs> sister, brother-in-law. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go on. Let's go on. All right, hold on. I got to redo it. <laughs> uh, Eric, uh, okay. Eric, hit it. Now it's time for Ask Us Anything, featuring your hosts, Pop, Eric, and Mike Jones. So, we've come to the final segment, 
and I have some. First off, Pop made literally the funniest joke he's ever made while queuing up that song just now for this segment, and I, I wanted to punch him in the face because it would have flowed so well in the last segment, and now none of you get to enjoy it like we just did. I know I'm so bad at myself. So if you like, you, why do I say the funniest things when when we're off the air? Next time you see Pomp, just give him a little, give him a little cold shoulder because he did that to you. Yeah, I deserve. I'm it. not even gonna tell them what it is because it's. I'm just, ashamed. I blame myself. It hit so hard that Jones actually choked, and we <laughs> thought that was it. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna we're gonna let everybody know on our Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> gotta, for only four ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine a month. Sign up and you're gonna get Rockwell. Did you just double ninety nines? Yeah, that's a lot. Ninety nines. Wow, those are hay pennies. <laughs> Dude, this is the most like off the rails show we've had in a long time. Jones, you set the stage tonight. You did when you started you the intro so off from our normal thing. Like the whole show has been like on a different total different vibe so my bad guys it's like when you walk into class and see a substitute teacher you just, yeah just like all, all hell breaks loose yeah it's just it's mayhem yeah that's what to, that's what tonight's episode feels like substitute teacher day like nobody's listening she's not even trying anymore she just starts she's like you know what watch a movie she just put she she rolls in the, the, the yeah it's miss noble miss noble or mr shabelli who loves words. words oh man whatever happened to that guy Oh God! We had this. He was the best substitute teacher of all time. He was like a hundred and ten years old. He was honestly three quarters blind. He couldn't hear anything. Couldn't see anything. Was honestly had to be in his eighties or nineties. Had to. He was a hundred and six pounds, soaking wet, (laughs) shaped like a question mark. (laughs) He wore suits made of my grandmother's couch. Yeah. Yes. And he would just always say, I love words. And he would just like explain to us like the origin of words. And that was it. And then we would, and like we weren't even bad in his class because we were like, you're just too like sweet old manish. We can't even take advantage of you. Like you're just too nice. The worst is but Miss like- Noble, on the other hand, we destroyed that woman's oh, soul. Terrible. Man. That guy would, the best was like he would explain the origin of a word. And it was 1994, so no one could verify that. <laughs> he could have been full of crap. <laughs> yep. Like, he could have been, like, like just doing, like, a me. Like, like yeah, the question mark comes from Norway, and it's... Everyone knows where it comes from, right? <laughs> from <laughs> Steve Question. <laughs> and his brother Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> question and Mark were good. <laughs> Two twin brothers from uh, Quebec <laughs> who migrated down to New York back in uh, 1866. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's go into the questions. First right. one comes from uh, Lucy. She asks, how do you like your coffee? Oh, I'll go first. I, I'm easy. I like my coffee black and with a little bit of Truvia. A little artificial sweetener. Oh, I had no idea what that was. Stevia. Uh, so, I, I like my coffee just black with, with nothing. Like your soul. Yeah. <laughs> just black with nothing. Like the area where my heart once was. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Jones, how do you like your coffee? I like it in your guys' cups. <laughs> you like <laughs> you like your coffee, Red Bull. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep that stuff away from me. You're like the only grown-up I know that doesn't drink coffee, by the I way. I don't like it, man. I, it smells bad. It tastes bad. I don't like hot drinks, and it's hot. I don't really like cold drinks either, and they're cold. <laughs> There's something about you not liking coffee that just, it just it, it, it boggles my mind. 
Nah, I don't like it. You look like a guy that would drink coffee. Like I could see you with the mug, you know, it's just like Oh, you're definitely a porcelain mugger. Yeah, porcelain mug that says like world's best podcaster on it. You know? Oh, like I have like a bunch of mugs that have like wacky stuff written on them, but they're all for tea. I like tea. I like tea a whole lot actually. I'm just gonna say, you know, not to fact check you, but you just said you don't like hot drinks. So you now I don't know what to believe that. anymore. You did say that. You oh. also say you don't like cold drinks and tea can be uh, iced as well. Yeah. So, he doesn't like, like drinks. Yeah, he doesn't like, like moisture. <laughs> As I have literally like hydrophobe, two empty cans of liquid next to me. <laughs> this is true. You like beer and Red Bull. Beer and Red Bull is great. Yeah. Can you mix them together? You think? Never tried. Gonna do it next week. <laughs> we should do it for the episode. Why not? Oh. Give it a name too. The Jones. Jones's coffee. That's the name of it. All right. What's the next question? Next one comes from Derek. He asks, if you can only keep one streaming service, what would it be? Spotify does count as far as his rules go. Oh, that's a hard one. I mean, for me, it's it's not. What's your answer? Spotify, because I pirate all my <laughs> visual entertainment anyway. Oh, that's a loophole, though. What if you couldn't pirate? Why can't I pirate? I don't know, because then it kind of defeats the purpose. Because then you could say, well... I will but I still I'll borrow I have, a password from other people for other, you know, there's too many like loopholes to the question. But I'm not using a streaming service. So, okay. You're going to pirate your movies and TV. Like currently I pirate everything, but I still pay for every streaming service. This is true. I watched, uh, I'm going to watch the Super Mario movie off of your Plex server. You should. <laughs> with my kids. And by with my kids, I mean by myself tonight. Yeah, it's enjoyable. You yeah. don't need the kids. I promise you, you'll enjoy it more than they will probably they'll like it for pretty colors you'll like it for nostalgia fact um and terrific music i would probably keep spotify also um either spotify or netflix as much as like netflix is one of those things it's like they never they usually don't have like the best of the best but they have the most of the good enough does that make sense they're quantity netflix has quantity the most of the good enough do you know what i'm saying like HBO, like Max, whatever it's called, has like three good shows and then the rest is I'll never watch any of it, right? Like there's so much content on Max, um, Disney Plus, um, Hulu that I never watch. I haven't opened up the Disney Plus app in two and a half years. Yeah, the only thing to watch on it is the Star Wars stuff and that stuff has gotten played out. So yeah, for me, I, I'm going to go Netflix or Spotify, toss up. I don't know. I can't. I can't lock it in. Jonesy, the real answer is Spotify because I use it daily, and I don't use any other streaming service daily. If Spotify is not Fair in the running, running, if Spotify is not in the running, I'm. It's neck and neck between Peacock and Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. Wow. Amazon I didn't see Prime, that coming. I did not see that coming. Amazon Prime has so many left field movies that I love from when I was a kid. Or like a ton of things that I haven't seen in forever. Or wanted to watch back in the day and never got an opportunity to. They're so like, open that app up if you guys have it. Like whenever you get home. And just be like, wow, he's right. No, I see that. I could see that. They had Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Jack Reacher. Um, I don't care about the their shows at all. I'm only talking like the weird selection of movies. Uh the weird selection of TV shows, like things that are just like, I can't believe that this is here. If you like weird, 
which you obviously do. We all know this. Um, I've heard of this service forever, but never actually checked it out until last night. Tubi, T-U-B-I. It's a free streaming service, and it has all the weird stuff. Like, you could watch. They have a channel that just plays cops 24 hours a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, I know all about those. So my, I love it. My parents are weird with that, right? They wanted to, like, cut the cord on cable. But instead of going, like, the traditional route of, like, all right, we'll get Netflix and Hulu and the, the couple of things that everyone has, they're like, no way, Jose. It's Pluto TV for me. Pluto. That's yeah. another one. That's another wacky one. And it's like they watch it all day, but it's like it's it's really like those services are weird because they're free. So like the advertisements are the same thing and they're like jammed in like the way Spotify advertisements are when you don't pay for it. Like in places they don't make sense. And it's the same ad over and over again. That's one of my beefs with Spotify, by the way, because I have you it's so worth it to have Spotify premium. Um, but the podcasts have so many commercials now and I'm like, but isn't this a paid service? Like I shouldn't have to listen to commercials on a paid service. Yeah. I wouldn't even know that cause I don't listen to podcasts. You should. The worst of the ones where like the, the commercials just like pop up in the middle of the thing. Like they don't go, Oh, now we're going to go to commercial break. It's like the mid sentence and it just like stops and a commercial starts. That's playing. annoying. It's very annoying. The one thing with like uh, that happens with the wrote Joe Rogan experience a lot. But Big time. it's also like you can fast forward those. Like he didn't put any restriction on that. Like if you don't want to listen to the ad, you don't have to. That's true. But it's still annoying. It like interrupts the flow so, so hard. Like when we do finally get to a place where we're going to have to put commercials on this, like we should just put them like right in the front or like in the middle of the show, just like just three minutes of commercials. So everyone just knows to just fast forward them. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. Not Joe Rogan. Oh, I, I, I don't. What is he? It's like mid sentence. Like there'll be mid conversation, and then just it stops. Yeah, that's beat. And every time, like I listen to Joe Rogan a decent amount. Not all, he's not like in my top shows, but when I do listen to him, I still get thrown off because it, I think that the episode stopped. So I go over to my computer or my phone to like hit play again. I realize that nope, here comes a commercial. It's very, very. You know what's even worse? So. There's a podcast I listen to a lot. It's a, the Jim Cornette podcast, right? He's like an old pro wrestling guy. Oh, he's not the guy that does the history of flugelhorns? No. Because that would be a great episode for no, you. No, that's uh, Chuck Mangione does that. <laughs> so I'm not Jim, even going to ask a follow-up question. Jim Cornette uh, has his podcast, and I listen to it a lot on my Amazon Alexa Echo devices, right? The echo for whatever. you describe the Alexa like I describe my family tree. <laughs> <laughs> so the echo that I have in my house for whatever reason thinks that I'm in France, right? So it plays local advertisements based on where you are when you listen to it on that thing specifically. It keeps playing French advertisements, and it's driving me crazy. It's just baguettes. Like what are these advertisements? No, it's just like That's in it. French. That's awesome. Like it's everything's in French and they just start talking in French and I'm like, stop. I think that's a, I think that's great. I think that's a good problem to have. Oh yeah. I can't fast forward. <laughs> that is a first world problem. If I ever heard one. <laughs> Speaking of first world problems. So this one comes from Nick. He asks, what's the best and worst PB and J sandwich variation. Oh, you want to go first? Yeah. So there's, there's some, uh, all right. So if I'm having a regular PB and J, it has to be grape jelly. hundred percent. I, Strawberries garbage. Don't bring that anywhere near me. 
if I am going to go variation, are we talking like fluff? No, he's he's basically saying like, how do you like your PB&J? Like he's not saying it has to be off from like a classic. If the best is is grape jelly and peanut butter on a white bread. Nah, see, I think he's I think he wants to know different types of PB&Js. Oh, like, okay, all right. Like, is he looking for something new? Yeah, so here's what I like to do. I know we talked about Doritos when we had the vending machine yeah. conversation. I said I didn't really care for the, the red bag, the regular nacho cheese. There is one instance in my life where that takes precedence, and that's with PB&J sandwiches. I like to crumble those and put them on the sandwich. That's that's a variation. That's crazy. Um, but it has to be the nacho cheese. Okay. As much as I love the purple bag the most and the blue the second, red has its moment to shine on PB&J sandwiches. Okay. All right. That's so that cool. would be my variation. All right. Mine, I got, I got a two-piece for you. Um, my first would be, um, it's always got to be smooth peanut butter. None of that 100%, chunky. 100%. That chunky stuff, like anyone who, I don't get it. It's like orange juice with pulp. Like there's just certain things, mm, man. See, there I'm going to disagree with you. <sighs> I like to chew my OJ. <sighs> Dude, crunchy peanut butter is the worst. So smooth peanut butter has to be grape jelly and slight variation. This isn't like a curveball at all, but do it on a Martin's potato roll. Oh, delicious. Delicious. So good. So So uh, I do that a lot, especially in the summer, because, you know, like when you have a barbecue and you have extra hamburger hamburger buns in the... I do it on hot dog buns, too, if I got to sit Oh, yeah. You can do it on a hot dog bun. Um, my second variation is um, the Elvis Presley special. This is what he used to always eat, which is why he died. Um, bacon. Put bacon on your PB&J. It sounds crazy, but it's not as crazy as your nacho cheese Doritos. It's the same concept, salty. It's more crazy. I don't think so. Bacon? You're putting up meat. Yeah. Chips go with sandwiches like peanut butter. Yeah. Either way. And worst, I mean, it's like lamb and tuna fish. Yeah, worst PB and J. I mean, I, I could it, put it on. Um, I don't know Ezekiel bread, and I don't know what that is. It, just it, hipster bread, like okay, it, it, cardboard. Just think cardboard. Okay, so cardboard, crunchy peanut butter, strawberry preserves. Boom. Like, and the strawberry sandwich. preserves have to be like a hipster brand. Yeah, yeah. So there's like actual strawberries in it. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I want my I want my grape jelly to taste like grape Jolly Ranchers. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I don't dude. want it to taste like grapes. Yeah, Welch's grape juice. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want. And I was in the commercial, so yeah, you should, you know. I support anyone. the brand. Uh, how Jones? about you, Jones? Uh, I'm going uh, the chunkiest peanut butter I can find. Oh Ugh. my god! I knew it. I knew, I knew it. Of course, no, chunkiest the against, absolute best. Oh, oh the, against the grain, Jones. Bring back the soundboard. Okay, <laughs> bring back the soundboard. <laughs> While grape jelly is really good, there are other jellies that work really good on a PB and J. Uh, I enjoy rhubarb. He's he's like this close to being off the show right now. <laughs> rhubarb is super good. I don't. I, um, I think you're messing with us. I don't believe you. I've had another one called uh, Drunken Monkey, which is like a it's a banana rum flavor, which is really really good. In fact, the slice of banana in between your regular PB and J is pretty damn good. We're calling HR as soon as this episode is over. Hey, Jones, you know the difference between jelly and jam? What's that? I can't finish that joke on the podcast. <laughs> jelly don't shake like that? <laughs> That's pretty That's good. That's a good PG fix. Or jam well, don't shake well, like that? Whatever. Well done. All right. I'm not going to believe anything you just said. 
that needs to be striking. That's not that's that's not canon. <laughs> that's not DFD canon. No. You know what else works? That's really fan fiction right there. You know what else works super duper well, right? White bread, chunky peanut butter, a hamburger patty, grape jelly, another slice of bread. All right. Pretty close, except for the crunchy <laughs> peanut butter. Still love you though, kind of. Nick also had another question for us. Uh, he asked, would you rather be stuck in a spaceship for a year exploring space or in a submarine exploring the ocean? Well, I don't know if he asked this before or after this whole thing happened <laughs> with the submarine. If it's before, then he's freaking Nostradamus, and that's pretty crazy. Oh, man. I think space. Uh, definitely space. Because like being like if I came home after a year in a submarine and i told you guys i was in a submarine for a year you guys be like wow good story but if i was in space for a year you'd be like whoa i bet cool to did you see fish yeah like <laughs> so it's like an aquarium right but like you're in a submarine sweet yeah space for sure not even a question for me it's space yeah okay. that's not a question have you seen the cool things you could do with like drinks and straws like you could squeeze out little bubbles and like your friend can try and catch them oh so many fun things so many fun things so many fun things and you get like you know astronaut ice cream i think and what do you get in a submarine except for like the other guy farts and you have nowhere <laughs> the to go bends. yeah you get the bends you get the bends and you get you know dutch oven the entire time, the entire time. you just a, a, a you don't have an air hash. a year of dutch ovens yeah. And like if like if we're on a on a on a spaceship together, I could give you like a little shove and you'll literally fly to the other end of it. Oh my god. You know how much fun we could have? I like, could like spin your leg and you'll just keep spinning indefinitely until I stop you. Oh man. I could throw lucky charms at you and it like <laughs> slow-mo into your mouth. <laughs> do 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 just so many more activities can happen. Oh so much. I feel like on the space station there's like a cool dude playing like a David Bowie song, like here's a star. Man. So George? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And then on a submarine, like you have like ashtrays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I would I'm I'm like super interested in what's at the bottom of the ocean, but I'm also super interested in Sand. Like, Sand's yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. No, but like what like weird things lurk down there. Fish. You know? Goblin sharks. That's like the coolest one they found. But I'm I'm super cool with letting someone else do Me that. Me too. I could watch that in four K and be totally cool with yeah. saying it. Like I would if you said I could be the guy in space. Like when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I want to be like a policeman or a fireman or an astronaut. No one ever said submariner. Yeah. No. No. You know what I wanted to be? Rock star. It's on my kindergarten uh, end of the year, like a little page. A carrot. A uh, <laughs> podcast host. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I invented podcasts. <laughs> I was, I was a carrot. <laughs> I was so close to saying a school bus driver. <laughs> I want to stick with carrot. You were a carrot. Um, what else we got? Uh, next one comes from Isaac. What's the deal with pickleball? Pickleball. Um, I actually played pickleball for the first time last week. Of course you did. Of course I did. Hey, can I ask you like a question that I've been meaning to ask everyone? Yeah. What is it? It's like um, it's like it's like tennis. It's like tennis, but the court is smaller, and the ball is like it's kind of like a wiffle ball so it doesn't go as far 
so you could play on a smaller court. It's it's smaller so, tennis. So tell me you're a 40-year-old white guy without telling me you're a 40-year-old white guy. I played guy. pickleball on Friday. <laughs> so it's like tennis with Indian spices. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> with white spices. With Yeah. <laughs> it's like tennis with salt. <laughs> I have a lot of coworkers that play pickleball, and they're fanatical about it, and I have not been asking anybody what it is. Because I don't want to feel like I'm, I don't want to seem like I'm like out of place or don't know things. You know what it is? It is the replacement of, so when we were younger, we used to always play handball. And um, handball was with like the young guys played. And then the older guys played racquetball. This is like replacing racquetball for the old folk. It's the new racquetball. That's what it is. Except it's got a net instead of a wall. You know what I'm saying? Eric's just death staring me right now. Like if you, to, told, if you told me it was like shuffleboard with a ball, I'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. Shuffleball? Shuffleball. I hate the name pickleball. Yeah, it's weird. It throws you off. Like it doesn't, it doesn't describe it well. I actually, I'm glad Jones asked what it was because I had no clue. <laughs> so there it is. that's the deal. That's a pump's a pickleballer. I played once. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had fun, though. Is it in your Twitter bio now? It's in my Twitter bio. Podcast host, Pickleballer. (laughs) Pickleball. Um, What else we got? Next one comes from Eric. (laughs) Not sure if it's the same guy that's in this room or not. I think it is. It definitely is. is. Okay. Well, I'm going to read yours. How about that? (laughs) Uh, What are your most hated songs? All right. So last night, while I was sitting in the parking lot waiting to go into work, um, I was having a conversation with Mr. Mike Arnon. And I ended up sharing one of my uh, old school like hip hop playlists with him. And he was like, uh, wow, I'm going to like this. Although there are a lot of great songs, there are a lot of my most hated. So I'm like, oh, I need to know you're hated. So he rattled off a list. And then we got to talking about like what he can't stand and how like, like you can't stand Ghetto Superstar. We all know. Worst song ever. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask this question on the show tomorrow night because I want to see like what Jones's most hated song is because I really don't know. Yeah, every like every listener, if you've listened to more than three of our episodes, you know my two. So I'll just rattle them off just again. Just Ghetto Superstar, Worst Song Ever, um, and Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. So uh, Mike Arnone is actually like the biggest LL Cool J hater, which huh? I had no idea. I would have never guessed. Around the Way Girl is like the best song ever. It's on, it's on, It should be on every summer barbecue playlist, by the way. Around the Way Girl. Oh, I agree. So he just hates all LL? Like yeah, not- he hated a bunch. Um, so here's the list he wrote out of the songs I had on the li- like list. He wrote, Still Not a Player, Where the Party At, Head Sprung, Loungin', Get Your Money, What's Love, Magic Stick, and Hey Lover. So I noticed three of them were LL Cool J songs. And I'm like, you got a beef with LL? Wow. So he hates him. Yeah. He's like from our neighborhood. He's pretty close. Um, I'm with him on a, a bunch of those, though. The Magic Stick songs, yeah, terrible. I know. I get it. Um, they're terrible in the sense where like they were overplayed yeah there's some songs from that era that i really liked until they got played out you'll be happy with his first two that he put on the love list though which were drop a gem on him and wake up by killer army oh wow yeah wow mob deep is got to be the most underrated amazing rap groups of all time fantastic like they're they're legendary in like the rap scene like people who like listen to hip-hop know exactly who they are and they're legends but like outside of the outside of that in the mainstream world no one has a clue who they are 
And that's a shame. Because Mob Deep's amazing. So then I asked him his most famous, uh, his most hated uh, rock songs. And he was like, Hotel California, Don't Stop Believing, Layla, and All of You Too. <laughs> all of You Too. Which is, that's my most hated rock band is U2. Yeah, they're not great. So I agreed with that 100%. Um, I don't agree with Layla or Hotel California. They're played out, though, but those are great songs. Yeah, see, that's my problem. Like, there's a fine line between an awesome song that's been played too many times and something that was never good to begin with. Agreed. Like, those songs are very good, but like, they're, they, I get why he doesn't like them anymore. Like, I am tired of dave matthews band and for the most part billy joel right because of where we live and the people we've been around they chose to play that music more than anything else i recognize that dave matthews and billy joel play awesome music but i am tired of it so we said a similar thing last night but we talked about bruce springsteen and dave matthews how we don't care for them but their bands are phenomenal oh oh yeah they both have amazing musicians in their bands so does Billy Joel. I mean, Billy Joel, I, I still love. There's a couple of songs that I, I can't, I have to skip through. I definitely can't listen to. There's a bunch that I can't listen to. Yeah, like Big Shot's one that I can't listen to anymore. Um, Bottle of Red, that one. I can't really do it anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Piano Man, I never need to hear again. Never yeah, but, in my entire life. But songs that I will always listen to when they're on. Down Easter Alexa. Number yeah, Down Easter Alexa. Pressure. <clears throat> Pressure. Good I like, night Saigon. <laughs> good night Saigon. Um I really you know what one I really like also? Um, and it's a che- it's probably his cheesiest one, but for whatever reason I like it, is Uptown Girl. I know. Really? Yeah. But oh, you may be right. I could listen to a lot. You know you know what song that one is? I know them all. Um I celebrate his entire catalog. The lights go down on Broadway song, Miami, Miami. something. 2017. Oh, Miami, 2017 i love that song the live version of that song is the best version of that song yeah but uh yeah i can't i can't listen new to york big state shot. of mind is so good that's good i can't i really can't do big shot that's probably no, i my get it i can't e- i can't either i'm with you on that one so yeah jones like do you really do you have one i just know how much you love music i was just curious if you had a hatred song like prompted i'm looking at like a list of 90s worst songs and most of these I don't agree with. If you don't have one on the top of your head, then you don't have one because like you would know it. Yeah, you don't have to. If you're searching for it, then it doesn't count. I'm also going to say this. Uh, I'm, I can't, I'm blurring the line between whether U2 is overplayed or I really just don't like them. I just, I don't like them. I don't think they're good. I think they have a couple of good songs. They have but- a couple of songs that I absolutely love. But the ones that get played, like if if I'm driving around and I'm listening to the radio and one of those songs comes on, like the one of the ones that I'm fed up with, like there is no, like I'm going to yeet that radio out the car. Yeah. Amen. Like, there is no faster yeah, button agreed. press for me than like where the streets have no name. Yep. I'm with it. Word. Um, I really, you know what? I want to answer that question better. Maybe if we have time next week. Okay. Fair. Um, was it just hated or loved? We were just talking about hated. Just hated, yeah, just hated. Yeah, because love's hard. Because love is hard. <laughs> love is hard. <laughs> we just became country singers, I think. <laughs> uh, the same listener also asks: Does the lack of gravity in space have something to do with our giraffe necks? Oh, you just—it was that because of the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had I, I posted a, a 
for the Ask Us Anything I posted on Instagram, I just took a picture that Jones uh, photoshopped like years ago of us as astronauts. And for whatever reason, like in the Photoshop job, Eric's neck is like three oh, feet it's high. It's not just mine. We all look like lollipop heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So Blank Man asked, how was season two of The Bear? Now I get why you didn't want me to say it earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, so I did watch the whole season last night and it was un friggin believable yeah yeah character development like was so you just don't get that in shows anymore what they did in season two yeah i can't wait for you to finish it so we could just talk about it because i have no one yet to talk with yeah we'll do we should do like a review next week i i i'm only four episodes in and i could already tell it's it's off to a phenomenal start you're not going to want to stop once you restart it yeah the only reason i stopped is because you guys came over to do the podcast (laughs) i was on the roll oh it's so great awesome all right so this last question is impossible to answer i'm going to pose it but i'm going to i'm going to suggest that we pose the question to each other but not answer it until next week because it's a hard one i like that idea okay so the question if if you guys don't have an answer i do oh okay so uh, yeah well but i'll hold off till next week yeah hold off till next week so the question came from alex and he said, is there a specific movie that you remember from Blockbuster <clears throat> that you stopped and looked at multiple times, but you never actually rented? So something that you were like, on, you were like, I want to watch it, but I'm not sure. And then you never actually watched it. So that's the question for next week. Okay. And with that, that's our show. Wow. That was fun. That was a good show. It's good to have you back, Jones, even though you like the worst peanut butter and jelly sandwich ever. You said rhubarb. That's all I want to remember of this whole if you, night. If you haven't tried it, don't knock it. If you haven't tried it, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than you think. It really is honestly better than you think. Next week, we should make um, <clears throat> PB&J sandwiches with grape jelly and smooth peanut butter and wash out the bad taste that rhubarb left in, in and our And eat souls. them on air and make the worst sounds trying yes. to get our mouths clear. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Why is my tongue glued to the roof of my mouth? If you can't have a glass of milk, what's the best thing to drink with a PB&J? Iced coffee? Almond milk? (laughs) I don't know. You said I can't have milk. Grape juice. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. A peanut butter and jelly smoothie. A Capri Sun. Oh, by the way, I make a banging PB&J smoothie. Is that crazy? Yeah, why are there not three of them here right now? I'll make it after the show if you want. Do you really? I really do. They're so good. And it's like quasi healthy. Not really. I mean, <laughs> it's no bread. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's no bread. But but basically, uh, the rest of it's just sugar and fat. So. How, how many marshmallows go in it? Uh, six. It's a good number. That's a harder number than I thought. Well, it's it gives it its uh its texture. So next week we're going to be doing the show live. I'm nervous on Friday night. Well, I mean, it's going to be still recorded for you guys out there, but. It's going to be in front of people. I'm excited. Me it's going to be fun. Me too. So that'll go up on Saturday morning. Yes. Maybe Saturday afternoon. Depends on how drunk <laughs> we get. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Word. It's great to have you back, Jones. Um, you threw me off this whole episode with that intro. And um, it, made it, it made for <laughs> a memorable episode. I... Uh I was I was taking a big breath and about to open my mouth and do the exact same thing again, and then I'm like, wait a minute, it's late. 
Yeah, yeah. It's late. I would wake up the whole neighborhood if yeah. I did that again. Yeah. The, the little ones are snoozing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so until uh, until next week, thank you again, everybody, for your awesome feedback, questions, um, love and hate messages, um, your, your stupid reasoning for liking Kaylee Cuoco, whatever it is. <laughs> we'd, we appreciate you the same. It doesn't matter if you have terrible taste in actresses. <laughs> um, until next week, we love you all. Bye. Peace.